The Tig and Daniel Podcast, brought to you by Snow's Furniture. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey there, Daniel. I was Craig. Growing up in Alabama, uh, going to Disney World was a possibility because it was Orlando, Florida. We're, uh, what, about eight, nine hours away, ten, I think, to Disney World or land, whichever one it is. And I always dreaded it because that ten-hour road trip, just awful to me. Mm-hmm. You will be flying to Europe with your son over the Thanksgiving break. Is he... Does he have some apprehension about the length of the flight? Or is traveling not that bad for kids nowadays because they've got cell phones, unlimited entertainment, all that? Buddy, I don't know what they used to do, really, because um, when I was a kid and we'd go on road trips, my only entertainment, my only entertainment was how many uh, cigarettes my dad smoked. Mm -hmm. That that was it, you know? I don't know. I guess we could add coloring books and stuff, but now it's, I I don't know how our parents did it, to be honest, because now I'm... The number one thing I'm going to do is bring an iPad, you know, and then if he gets bored with one game, he can do the next game. And that's our only hope is that he can be entertained enough for eight or 10 hours with an iPad. And, you know, parents rely on this nowadays. You know, I just don't know what we would do on an airplane for 10 hours if you got an eight-year-old with you and they, they're like, okay, I'm done with the coloring book. What now? Oh, this trip uh, 30, 40 years ago before iPads and internet and all that, you just took it. That's what you did. Just I guess misery. you just sat there. Um, so I'm, you I'm, pray to God you could fall asleep, I guess. Well, now they have uh, all the technology on air, airplanes. Like, they're going to have Wi-Fi on it. You can plug in your thing so it doesn't go dead. You could even make phone calls in a way, you know, text people at least. Um, so, you know, I think we'll be okay and I kind of miss the days where you got on an airplane and people couldn't do all that. Because now, like, you always got that moron who decides they're going to listen to their iPad without headphones. Like, that should what be, is that person thinking? That's got to be illegal, right? I mean, it should be. You know, they'll watch a movie and they've got it turned up so they can hear it, but they don't have headphones in. Like, so I, I kind of miss the days where you would just get on an airplane, smoke a cigarette, <laughs> whatever people did back <laughs> in the day. And uh, enjoy the flight. Well, there's always that thing in the uh, bathroom that says uh, don't dispose of razors in here. I guess they were just in there shaving on the plane or smoking. There's yeah. only and then two people, things. Apparently, a lot of people would go back to the bathroom and undo the smoke detector because they mm-hmm. say that every time you get on a plane, they're like, do not mess with our smoke detector. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tiger Daniel 740. We have Midland tickets. You know, there's a test. It's, uh, I just saw this online this morning. It's called Do I Have Prediabetes.org. I guess I didn't really realize there was a prediabetes. There's, a, I guess, type 1, type 2, and now a pre one. Did you know there was a prediabetes? I guess leading up to the full diagnosis, a full blown case of diabetes. Um, and yeah, it's a pretty cool test. It's only five questions. We both took it in about 40 seconds. Yeah. And at the end, it gives you your risk level out of 10. Uh, I've taken mine. I'm at a five out of ten. So that's right. I'm right on the fence. I don't like that. Yeah. That's no good. What are you? I'll, I scored a three, um, but I, also I don't have a family history of it. I think family history has a lot to do with it. And I was looking at what are the uh, what are the signs of prediabetes? And, of course, like this could also be the other things out there. Who knows what it is? But I don't read these off if it's going to make you start to feel like you've got prediabetes. Um. Because Tig's a hypochondriac. Yeah, I'll, I'll start to think I have everything that yeah. I read about pretty much. But uh, but these are so vague that anybody could have this. Fatigue, increased thirst, increased hunger. That could be several things, I guess. Um, slow f- slow healing infections or slow healing horrors, sores. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Slow, slow healing horrors would be the worst. Slow healing sores <laughs> and frequent infections. 
So if you feel like, I don't know, if you're lethargic throughout the day and you're just not feeling the best you have, maybe go take this little quiz. Well, what that is is diabetes. This is prediabetes, which has no symptoms. This is letting you know if you're right on the way. And according to this website, that the older you get, the higher your risk. If you have a family history, if you have a high blood pressure history, mm-hmm. if you're a dude, you're more likely. And if you have an above normal body mass index. Yeah. So basically, I'm just a 3D printer for diabetes, according to this. <laughs> you're just right on the, the fence there. Uh, what's the, the website again? It's really easy, actually. Do I have prediabetes.org? So now uh, what I need to do is lose about 10 pounds. Let me tell you this right now. I've been trying to lose 10 pounds for a better part of a decade. Have you ever found yourself able to gain or lose weight on purpose? Not really, no. This guy back in the day used to go to the store and drink milkshakes trying to gain weight. I've never seen anything like it. I was so jealous. I could eat anything. And then one day I turned like 35 or something. And uh, boom. Like the next morning I woke up and I was like, what's going on? Had to roll out of bed. You had to roll out. That's bad. Go back and forth. And <laughs> you had to waddle out of bed. Self out. So that uh, website is do I have prediabetes.org? Do I have prediabetes.org? It's 985 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. It's 985 The Bull with Tig and good morning to you, Daniel. I don't know if you've seen this in the news lately, Tig, but AI is all over the place. Uh, everybody's either A, super scared of AI, it's going to take our jobs or eat us or kill us. Or we're uh, depending too much on AI. We're, we're thinking, oh, it's just going to uh, cure cancer or create time travel or something like that. I think we should probably audition AI first and maybe give it a task to try to work on in the very beginning. To, we'll see how it's going to work out. And I think I've determined the perfect task for AI. Okay. I want AI to develop a way to empty those dumpsters without it sounding like a tiny explosion when they put them back down on the ground. When I was out uh, the other day live doing that snacksgiving, a garbage truck came up, I guess, behind me and was emptying the trash. I didn't hear it picking up the thing, mm-hmm. but whenever it slammed it down, heart attack. I thought it was gunfire. It does. I mean, I told you that when I first moved here, um, I was hearing bombs at night. Mm-hmm. And we even did calls on the show, and I was like, what is that noise? And people said it was the trains connecting at the rail yards, you know, that clink and stuff. And other people had different theories, but then um, I found out what it was somehow. And I said, it's those big, giant metal things being put back on the ground. And they do these runs. I mean, I'm surprised you did it during the day because I was hearing them all through the night last night where it's like, boom. And then you, you know, a minute later, boom. That's what I wake up to every morning. And thank goodness it happens just before my alarm goes off. I'm the luckiest dude in the world. But I I wake up to a small metal explosion every day. I went to like a city meeting in Tulsa and they were talking about that. And, uh, and... I can't remember if it was somebody from the hospital or was acting on behalf of the hospital or something, but they're like, listen, man, you're waking up like 300 patients who need rest when you're slamming these things down outside the hospital. And I don't think the, the guys driving the trucks are doing it with malice. I think it's just the technology's no. not there. Maybe, uh, well, I mean, it would be hard to pick those things up during the day because then the parking lots would be busier sure. and people would be parked in front of it. And so I get why they're doing it overnight a lot of times. I get that. I just don't understand the slamming down. Maybe they can gently, maybe they can put cushions on the bottom of those things. This is what AI needs to do. If it figures it out, I'd be forever grateful to AI. You feel like AI could invent cushions. That's Tig's big plan, cushions. (laughs) Dumpster cushions. (laughs) (laughs) 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. Getting ready for the uh, cold season around here, Daniel. And you know I live in a... Daniel describes my house as a shed. That's what he says. It's 100 years old, and it's got a fireplace in it. And, uh, And, you know... I have to get, like, wood for it. So I get a rick of firewood, 
and the guy brings it to my house this year. The other year I went and got it. This guy brings it, stacks it up and everything, and he says, I use the cash app. And I say, great, I got the cash app, and I paid him the money and uh, shook his hand. We're off to the races. And then I get a weird message this morning. It says that uh, my cash app transaction with him has expired. Does that mean he didn't get his money? Or was it like he didn't that hit accept? That sounds like a scam to me, buddy. What do you mean a scam? The guy I have firewood in my garage. No, no. I mean the uh, oh. your cash app thing expired because whenever I cash app somebody or they cash app me, I don't have to go in there and accept it. Their money's just waiting in my account. Oh. So I'm worried what you might. And, Ty, you're getting to the age where you're falling for scams a lot. You're even questioning that you're falling for scams. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting nervous about it. So what Get you're saying is the guy probably got his money, but now somebody's like, Coming at me saying, hey, you didn't get his money. Can you send the 50 bucks again? And then it'll go to them. No, I think that is uh, a scam thing trying to get you to somehow give up your cash app username and password. I bet if there's, is there a link on it? Let me see. Don't click it if there is. Don't click the link. Well, I just did. Oh, no, you're kidding. kidding. Okay. <laughs> what does it say? Well, I'm scared to click it now. Well, you've already read the text message. Just don't click any links. No, I can't find it right this second. But oh, for God's sake, is it your? Is it a text message or yep, an email? It's a, it's a text message, and it just says your fifty dollars payment to blah 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 has expired. Yeah, that's uh, but no link though. To click. No, no link or anything. Now that's that see, weird? that's throwing me off. You got to watch these scams are getting clever. You know, my sister got hit last Easter for about. I think it was $200, $300. Uh, she had just talked to her sister-in-law, and her sister-in-law was going to the grocery store, and it just so happened that through a coincidence or whatever, when this scammer sent my sister a text message, she said, hey, uh, do you mind if I have $350? I'm at the grocery store. She assumed that that was her sister-in-law. Sent her the money, and then boom, nothing you can do. Venmo oh can't God. help you. Brutal, yeah. They can't, they won't help you if you fall for a scam. They mm -hmm. won't give you your money back. That's why I'm so curious about this cash app thing because she was like, all right, well, I'm getting rid of Venmo. And now you're encountering this. Uh, maybe this is somebody that uh, has had an experience here. Now, if, if it had a link on it, I would be so suspicious of it. But I don't think a cash app expires. Hey, it's Tig and Daniel. Who's this? Jacob. Jacob, you know something about this uh, cash app and all that? Yeah, I was gonna say if it uh, if it deposits the money back into his account, then it's real. Oh, did you? It'll check? automatically be back in his account. Did you check to see if the money that you sent the guy is back in your account, the fifty dollars? No, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, you should do that. Okay, all right. Well, thanks for the uh, thanks for the help. Maybe I'm not getting scammed, or maybe uh, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm getting to that age where I'm getting nervous about this. Where things that are legitimate, I stop paying attention to them. Like if the IRS sent me a letter. I might go, oh, this is fake, and forget about it for two years, and then they arrest me, and I go to jail. Buddy, I'm here for you. I'm like your grandson. Anything Thanks, else, man. you just let me know, and I'll take a look at it. I appreciate that, brother. Very sweet of you. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty Gadana. What's not a scam is that we do have real, actual Midland tickets to give you. Coming up to 740 with Ty and Daniel. Oh, man, I'm going to have a heart attack now, Daniel. I'm, gonna, I'm freaking out, man. Well, Tyke's freaking out because he uh, bought some firewood the other day, used Cash App, paid the guy $50. Then he gets a notification. Was that this morning? Uh, yeah, I just saw it this morning that another $50 has been taken out of my checking account because, you know, it's connected to Cash App. And so I look at the, you know, I don't know, the transaction, and it says an ATM card. Now, the first transaction I did with Cash App, it didn't say anything about an ATM. So, and I did get a Cash App ATM card sent to me. 
I never activated it. I put it in a drawer. Did somebody get that number? Oh, my God. So you're telling me a total of $100 has been taken out. Is this pending or completed transactions? Completed transactions, but what I'm concerned about is they try it that first time. They find out that the $50 worked, and then they go nuts. Well, I think the first time they try it, they're going to get more than $50 out, right? Well, I don't know, because you don't want to overtry, right? If I only had 400 bucks in my account and they asked for 5 it would decline it. They're you trying to figure out if they got a live... Checking account here. Tyke's trying to go on a European vacation. Oh so you got God. you got the perfect storm going here. Now all your uh, finances are. Uh... I guess I got to call the bank. All right. We'll be back in about two hours. Well, there's no need to try to call the bank at 6.59 well, in the morning. Scared, They're man. not open right now. There's no reason to be scared. Uh, I'm going to have to come over there and get you like Liam Neeson from Taken. You're going to get over there in Europe and get lost. And Oh, my God. I'm going to have to come over. Me and, out big time, I'm dude. freaking you out. You're freaking yourself out. Listen, calm down. You know that... Uh, is if it's a Visa card or whatever, they'll they make sure you won't get defrauded, right? They'll pay you back. No, this is straight from my checking account, Daniel. I oh. didn't use a card. Somebody used a card, and it wasn't me. Oh my God! All right. Well, after my uh, miniature breakdown here, we'll be back. <laughs> it's seven forty. With uh, could somebody come over here with one of those? Uh, what's the uh, dart guns you shoot animals with? Tranquilizer yeah, gun. Yeah, for just second. shoot this guy real I'll quick. I'll wake up uh, in two days and I'll be over. <laughs> uh, seven forty this morning. Midland tickets. Ninety-eight five. The bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning, guys. Tig's uh, in a sheer panic this morning. He's got a vacation coming up. He feels like his cash app has now been um, compromised. I feel like it has, and that's scary because it's connected to your checking account. And so, and I see like somebody used an ATM card and got $50 out. And I like, I know I didn't do that because I don't even know where an ATM is. See, buddy, that's why you got to be like me and keep no more than about 150 bucks in your checking and savings account at all times. (laughs) (laughs) You got money, you get stressed out. And now he's over here frantically looking at this app and uh, you're just in a tizzy. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm messed up because if they know it's a live checking account and they successfully got $50 out, now they go, oh boy, that's our little... That's our our money well now. We'll go just get some more. In my experience, though, whenever they go, they go big. They don't go just ask, you know get twenty dollars. They get they go crazy. Mm, I just thought it was a test to see if it was like a live checking account that they could access, and now they know the answer's yes, and maybe they're coming back for more. I'm I'm pretty scared because um, I think yeah, they they go that's big. Because at one time I had a call. They were like, uh, "Hey, uh, this is the credit card company. Just going to check a couple of transactions here." Uh, did you spend uh, $50 at the CVS on uh, 15th in Utica? And I'm like, yeah. And then 30 minutes after that, did you spend $4,000 on car parts in Indonesia? <laughs> well, no. That, was I couldn't me. Have. that would be impossible. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey. Hey, if you're that worried about it, because I've had that same issue before, just go on Cash App and unlink your bank account. That's right. And, Daniel, uh, that's what I... Ended up doing. Yeah, we, we talked to that guy a second ago. So that's what I ended up doing. And I'm sitting here frantic and I unlinked it or whatever. And um, so now I'm feeling a little better. So now they can try well, just, again. Hey, buddy, just breathe a little bit. Yeah, You're all right. Okay. You're okay, buddy. Come on. It's me and you in here. It's all right. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, boy. Can't have, can't, can't have that. Listen, wor- here's what Tyke's worried. He's going to get over there and have no money. I- I've been to Europe once. I had zero issues with credit card. They'll take your credit card. You're not going to get over there and not have any money. I could Venmo you some money. Not a lot if you needed it. You're not going to get stuck over in Europe. You're going to be all right over there. You, well, he has a, what do you have, a Discover card? 
Yeah, and they don't really take it over there. Do they not? No, and I don't have another credit card, so like, I was going to use my debit card, the the Visa, but now I'm scared that that's going to be drained, and oh, God. Let's continue before I pass away. Tag always looks on the bright side. Yes, I do. You don't need to go on vacation. You need to be locked up at home. You can tell in a stressful situation, Tig Tig <laughs> steps up to the plate, doesn't he? <laughs> Dustin Lynch is on the way. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. Doing some laundry yesterday, Tig, and I always wonder what setting to put that thing on. I think I've settled on, I just put my stuff on casual. We're not under here, like, in a coal mine. It's just me sitting in here, my little, you know, sweater and T-shirt and jeans. I don't, I should just put on casual when I wash, right? I don't need all this heavy duty. My dad washes his stuff on heavy duty. Yeah. Hot as possible, sanitizes it, and it's got to turn into rags after about four washes. What are you, what are you putting your stuff on? I used to do, uh, no matter what I put in there, it was heavy duty. And then I realized the clothes were falling apart more quickly. Well, yeah. And so uh, I put it on. It's not like the dishwasher. I don't know anybody that just says, I'd like a light wash. I mean, it's always like the max wash for me on the dishwasher. But when it comes to your clothes, those will wear out. Well, you're actually the one that convinced me to start using using a casual or in there a permanent press, but that's yeah. in the dryer, right? Uh, some washers have permanent press, too. And according to Tig, that if you use permanent press, you don't have to iron it? As much, or at least uh, you can certainly help yourself along and then do that thing where you throw it in the dryer and it shakes the wrinkles out. But it doesn't, like, mash your clothes as much. I don't know what it is. I got to be honest with you. I'm learning too much about laundry. You watch TikTok. They're like, you're using way too much de- or, uh, detergent. They're like, just use a teaspoon. I'm like, I don't think that's going to cut it either. And then a TikTok told me one time to use uh, vinegar instead of fabric softener. And they said, don't worry. Your clothes will smell, uh, won't smell like vinegar at all. So I put a bunch of vinegar in there. Clothes did smell like vinegar. Walking around <laughs> smelling like a summer's eve. It was crazy. <laughs> so, a little word of advice from Daniel on laundering. Casual settings and don't put vinegar in it. Is that the gist? I say. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tiger Daniel. Midland tickets are free at 740 this morning. Gonna put the world away for me. About um, 13, 14 minutes away from the bullfight on 98.5 The Bull for Midland Tickets. Hey, Daniel. Uh, Ty, we'll be going over to Europe uh, in a little bit here. And I think one thing you're going to learn about Europe is they don't do all this tipping. This country right now is in the middle of what uh, people are calling tipping fatigue. We're having to tip everybody too much for everything. And people are really kind of getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I just had my cousin Ryan and his wife Katie in town, and they, they don't do all this tipping uh, everywhere. Like if they go to a, get a counter service or something, they don't tip. They said, hey, we can't keep doing this because it's causing other places to not have to pay their employees because we're all tipping them. And we're only giving it to them because we feel guilty. Yeah, his rule is uh, only tip if it's sit-down service, basically, right? We're, we're getting crazy. Like somebody brings your food on Uber, now we're tipping 20% on that. And I agree these, these people should be tipped, but is it 20%? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not sure how to feel. I ate it the other day. I ate at a restaurant, and at the end of the meal, they brought me uh, out the uh, the thing they held in their hand that you scan the card with, and they handed it to me. Yeah. They brought me a little tiny cash register. <laughs> yeah, and I'm almost tough. like, what's the what are we doing here? Am I am I here eating and dining out? And then I got to ring myself up at the end. Mm-hmm. Why not just bring the whole cash register? Wheel that over. Bring me an envelope with the cash. I'll count out my till and all that afterward. And well, you know, what are we, what's going on here? Another one is that um, where they they flip that little iPad around, 
before you even get anything, mm-hmm. you're, you're being rung up. And before yeah. you get anything, you're deciding on a tip. And you don't know what the service is actually going to be like. Is it going to take 10 minutes for my hot dog? Is it going to be That's a great right point. in my hand? I mean, I'm tipping before I know what I'm getting. Doing a little pre-tipping. Yeah. And of I don't course, know. you do it's, it because you feel like a jerk if you don't. It's getting crazy. Like I'm saying, I, I, I heard a, a story about some grocery store out in the northwest, uh, and they were like, it's self-checkout, and they still had the audacity to ask for a tip. <laughs> and that's what's happening here the yeah, other day. robots now. I go to Olive Garden, and uh, I, get, I get done eating, and they go, um, well, here, just pay on that little tiny cash register there on the table. I mean, what's next? Yeah. They're going to bring bring that big bowl. I make my own salad and all that. <laughs> Look, Eric Bam's calling. He knows a little bit about uh, restaurants and things uh, like that. What's up, Eric? Not much. I was just listening to you guys talking about tipping, and I'll, I'll throw in my two cents being in the restaurant world. Um, I think what's happening is, is the cost of goods in restaurants and menu pricing has gone up so much that it's the restaurant operator's way of passing it along. And I, my gut, I think what's going to happen, just like you guys talking about tipping and just how just weird it feels and how you, you're, we're guilted into it, right? You just said that. You're guilted into it. And I think what will happen is much like um, self-checkout that I think starting to go away. I think I think like tipping like that will go away. I think we'll just start seeing restaurant pricing being higher. What are, you, what's happen. what are your thoughts on when they bring you that little device at the end and you got to ring yourself up and all that and then tip? You know, I, it's funny you mention that because I took my girls, they like chili. So we went to Chili's last week and they have the little thing where they have the little kiosk or whatever you want to call it on the table. And I don't like that either because I, I feel like, hey, if you're going to serve me, like instead of tipping 20%, I'm going to tip 18. Like you can't even take my card. Like, you know, so I, I, I understand it, but I don't understand it. We live in a, if, if you want to live, us to live in a service world and you want us to tip based on service, um, you know, you provide, the, provide the service from the beginning to the end. I, I, like I said, I, I'm weird about that, too. Or there's a little sushi place in town. When you walk up and you order, they literally take the iPad, just flip it around to make you sign it. And the first thing that pops up is how much you'd like to tip. And I'm, I'm I, you know what, I don't. I, I click none. If, if you're not... If you're not like serving me, I don't tip. And I will tell you the other thing you mentioned is tipping twenty percent. I think for a long time the standard was, was fifteen. I think twenty is fine. I would I'm not I, I'm I'm a twenty percenter, maybe a little more. I'm probably a over tipper. But uh, I, I think twenties twenties pretty you know, I, I think twenty is okay. I mean we live in a world where things cost more, let's be honest. All how's, right, how's well, Brad Camp going? I know. It's like, I'm, a big <laughs> like, tipper. I'm a big tipper. Everybody check it out. How old are your uh, girls again? I well, think Tig's Tig's kids around your age, and he loves chilies too. I don't know what it is about chilies. Yeah. They've got the market cornered on kids. Well, I appreciate yeah, the call, 11, Eric. Eleven and four. Eleven and four, and they're in the car with me right now. We're driving to school, but yeah, eleven and four. They like chilies, and you know we like the going in, and they can pick what they want on the kids menu, and and just boop 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 done, and off we go. And I, you know what? I'll tell you, you know. I think chilies, for what it is, their burger's pretty good. There it is. For me. All right. All right. You well, know, Eric, so, have so a good day. Know. See you, fellas. See you, man. It's 98.5 The Bull. We got that bull fight in 13 minutes. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Welcome into the 98.5 The Bull fight with Tyke and Daniel. And uh, with us for Midland tickets. Who do we have, Daniel? We've got Shelby on line one. We've got Lauren on line two. Shelby, so you're a personal assistant. Is that correct? That's correct. And what does that entail? What do you have to do every day? Um, so I actually work for a family, um, and it's on the, the verge of a nanny, um, and then I just help 
run errands and clean and that kind of stuff. Pretty good gig? Yeah, it is. I like it. All right. Sounds good. And then uh, Lauren, stay at home. Mom, how are you, Lauren? Uh, you said the kids are in the car with you. Would you get them to make some noise, please? Yes. Say hi, girls. Hi. hi. <laughs> the other one's a little sleepy. Oh, just the... <laughs> Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. I thought they'd be so excited that uh, mom was on the radio, but no, she's just dozing off still. All right, guys, yeah. enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. This is just general knowledge trivia here. And at the end, whoever gets the most correct goes and sees Midland. December 29th at the River Spirit Casino Resort. We'll start with Shelby. What did Cinderella's carriage turn into after midnight? Oh, gosh. I don't know that one. I haven't seen that in years. Mm, mm, mm. That is incorrect. Lauren, can you help her out with that? A pumpkin. It was a pumpkin. All right. Lauren, now your question. What stimulant did Coca-Cola contain before 1903? Okay. That is correct. Shelby. What is the fastest type of bird on land? Um, this is a big bird, a big giant bird. Uh, an ostrich? Ostrich is correct. <laughs> Relax, Shelby. This is supposed to be fun. She's just agonizing over there <laughs> trying to get these questions. Lauren, who orders martinis? Shaken, not stirred. Um, Who orders martinis <laughs> shaken, not stirred? I don't know. Help her out, Tug. Is it James Bond? James Bond. Uh, I was going to say the 007 guy. Why didn't you say that? He might have accepted it. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Shelby, <laughs> what pop group is sometimes abbreviated as 1D? As 1D? One D, like the letter David? D, yeah. Mm, one Direction. One Direction is correct. I see you didn't think that was right, did you? No, I did not at so, all. So start going with your guts, guys. <laughs> Lauren, what automaker's logo consists of four interlocking rings? Um, Mercedes. Help her out, Ty. Ooh. Is it Audi? Audi, Audi, which is just like Tyke's belly button. Nice. Thank you. Shelby. Very strange. <laughs> in what city did Princess Diana die? Oh. That's, that's terrible that I don't know that. Tyke, help him out with that one. The tunnel in Paris, right? Paris. Lauren. In which U.S. state did the ukulele originate? Oh, God. Hawaii. Hawaii is oh, correct. Like, who would know that? That's an easy one. Now, we're tied up now. Two to two. Final question. Shelby, what part of the body is affected by gingivitis? Uh, the mouth. Mm. I will look to the judge here. Uh, technically, Tig, it is the gums. 
I will let you do a ruling there. This is why Ty got... Oh, he... Wow. Oh, I yeah. am shocked by that. All right, Lauren, you got to get he's this really one right. He's really generous. Hey, yeah, he's very, very generous. Um, Lauren. What is either a type of fragrance or a city in Germany? What is either a type of fragrance or a city in Germany? Um, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, again, I was saying go with your gut. You had nothing to throw out there, huh? Mm, no. Fragrance? I have no idea. It was cologne. Cologne. Oh, a very okay. tough general knowledge trivia today. But, uh, Shelby, it looks like you've defeated Lauren in the 98-5 The Bull fight. Now, Shelby, you've got a decision to make. Will you hold on to these tickets to Midland, or will you give them to Lauren, the stay-at-home mom, who I'm sure could use a night out? Uh, Lauren, why should Shelby give you the tickets this morning? Well, I homeschool, and I'm a stay-at-home mom, so oh I'm with gosh. these kids 24-7. But, gracious. hey, she's with kids all day, too, so... <laughs> Well, <laughs> Shelby, you heard uh, Lauren's plea. She desperately needs a night out. But I guess it's uh, up to uh, you. Um, she can have them. Look at oh, that. Look at that. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so she's going to bed Thank now. you so much. Look at that, Lauren. And uh, Shelby, that is generous for you to do that. Uh, that means, though, that you're still qualified. If you get through again or want to play another game within 30 days, you can. So everybody wins this morning. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys for playing. That was fun. And uh, we're back tomorrow, Dana, with another chance at 740 for Midland tickets. Right here with Tiger Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull with Tiger and Daniel. Now I see, Daniel, that uh, some organizations are predicting this to be the, tra the busiest travel ever over Thanksgiving. And Daniel thinks these are all just made up to get us well, to click. Well, it's the, like uh, every article. year they're like breaking news. People traveling home for the holidays. Well, that's every year, right? <laughs> well, it's a I slow guess. news day whenever uh, AAA comes out and says, "Yeah, a lot of people going to be flying home." Yeah, but um, they get their name out a lot during this time, don't they? And then they'll do it again at Christmas, I guess. And but they said it's going to be bad. Hey, and we averted that shutdown last night. I oh, guess did the, we? I, I didn't think, even. I think we did. And uh, then I had read that the air traffic controllers would be forced to work for free. You're kidding me. And you're like, well, I don't want, that guy's probably angry right now. You know, I want them calm and collected and everything. But they that, that, that I was going to ask you about that. I that has now uh, been averted, think you think, or it is? I think it has been, yeah. Okay. That's what I heard. So if Well, I'm, you know I'll, how to plan a vacation. Ty plans a vacation like the worst time with everything in the world going on at once. Yeah, it's uh, pretty rough. So, um, But good luck on your, your road trip home. I know you're going to leave here um, later this week and drive home. Good luck on the roads I don't, out there. Why didn't you just drive to Europe? Well, it's a lot of traffic on yeah. the way over to Europe. Do they have a, yeah. This is a stupid question. Do they have a ferry that'll take your car over there? Yeah, well, people get their cars shipped from, you know, special German cars or whatever. They end up with them over here. Why so. don't you do that? Because I, th I don't want to be on a cargo ship, I don't think. But And by the way, I didn't know this, but you know how people buy cruises? Mm -hmm. You can actually buy a trip on a cargo ship if you want. Like if you wanted to get to another country like Europe. They have rooms in there for the crew, and when they have extra ones, you can buy them. Oh, is that a pretty penny, or is it not very expensive? They said you'd be better off taking a cruise in a way. Um, but you could live with the you know, the ship guys and all that and eat their same food in the mess hall with them. It's possible. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I've always wanted to be on the same 
Same dining room as the crew from the cargo ship. <laughs> All the dudes, right? <laughs> and the pilot speaking. Yes, sir. Uh, we are a cargo plane. Uh, we have live animal horse on board the airplane, and the horse managed to escape his stall. Uh, we don't have a, a problem as of flying-wise, but we need to return return back to New York. We cannot get the horse back secure. So there you go. The uh, horse had gotten loose, and I guess just running around, kicking, neighing everywhere. Couldn't get it back in the uh, stable or whatever? Mm-hmm. No, nay. <laughs> Uh, I guess I didn't consider that they fly horses around, too. I didn't think so either. I would have thought you'd taken them on a... Um, you ever been driving down the interstate and you see a trailer and it's got a horse in it and oh, you notice yeah. the horse looking at you? I caught myself waving at it one day like it... Like it understood like what's Mr. happening. Ed, like, like it <laughs> understood. Hot new reference. Yeah, but uh, wait a minute. Like, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. But, you know, when, <laughs> these, when these horses, you know, travel the world because of horse races, oh. right? You know, I mean, they have to they get from one country to the next, right? So they're going to fly. I always assume ship for some reason. Well, that would be like, it would take forever, right? Yeah, it would take a long, so. long time. It would take a long time. So, anyway. Uh, controversial uh, viral video here. A Gen Zer has gone viral with all the reasons parent should not raise what he calls iPad kids. I just saw a TikTok from some millennial, and she was like, here's a message to Gen Z. You might make fun of us, but watch out. We're raising the next generation, and they're going to eat you up. Your kids can't read. You're raising Gen Alpha. Y'all bred iPad children. You've been shoving media and screens in these kids' faces since birth. They probably have no imagination because their brain hasn't actually been forced to come up with any original thought. Don't give your kids iPads at a restaurant in public? Can you not make your child behave for more than five seconds that they can live without an iPad for dinner? Can you not give your child enough attention and like actually converse with them, teach them things, and have conversations? Oh my God. Why okay. Just- he, he didn't like right, the iPad. He's got five seconds left for the. You got to talk to this guy. Alan Crone was looking like he was trying to say something. Well, well, I was going to. Okay, so where did he post this on a screen? Well, (laughs) yeah, that's true. That's true. Did he post it on a screen? Come on now. It's like hating technology. Yeah, but if one thing uh, kids or parents love is being uh, criticized, they really love. Yeah, that usually works out well, right? Yeah, uh, that was Gen Z, right? Because yeah, yeah, Gen Z guy was who's talking about Gen Z. So, Daniel, what are you, Gen what? I don't even know, man. I don't even know the list. I, I, don't I guess either. right now Gen Alpha is the newest. I don't know. I'm the king of the millennials. I know that. Okay. I was like the first millennial born. So I'm the oldest in the room, but yeah. I, I don't know exactly what Gen You're part that of the greatest be. generation. <laughs> the greatest the generation. Yes. <laughs> the Second World War. I uh, got a mop. Uh, did you? You're going to say something else? No, I'm good. Uh, I got a mom here filmed herself pranking her four-year-old daughter who wants to know what the letters H-U-H spell. What does H-U-H spell? Huh? What does H-U-H spell? Huh? What does H-U-H mm-hmm. mm-hmm. spell? Huh? Do you hear me? H-U-H. <laughs> huh? Like, huh? Oh. <laughs> like that. You can see these uh, those clips in their entirety on the Bulls TikTok. I have to get on to Tig every morning. He likes to cut off my clips, and he he's in a rush. No, I just thought, Alan, with the clip yeah. with the kid talking about the iPad, I kind of got the gist within the first fifteen seconds. Right. And he wants to play like three more minutes of the guy going on. He cut it well, off with he cut it off with five seconds to go. He doesn't realize we've got to be on the air until ten. Is that what I, it is? I don't know what he's rushing for. Could well, you maybe talk some sense into it? I I, I don't know. Because I'm, I'm thinking about our listener, and they've got the, you know. I, right, well, now you're cutting Alan off. No, no, no. It's Sorry. okay. It's okay. You guys just need to work this out. 
You're going to work it out. No, no, no. I'm not going to work. Who, who am I, Dr. Phil? When you're up there doing the weather, I don't see somebody with a cane pulling you off when you, know you haven't finished they're your forecast. At, oh, yeah, they are. They're actually they're telling me in my ear, hey, wrap it up, weather guy. You know, it's too much. They put a little clock on the, on I the screen. I see the clock. They got a clock There's on the screen clock. that tells them, like, wrap it up, brother. Do yeah. You, do you enjoy that? Do you find it to be necessary? Uh, well, you know me. I could talk forever. Well. Right? Well, anyway, Daniel's wrong. I'll teach you about broadcasting after the show. <laughs> and that guy cuts it off with two seconds to go in the clip. I have no idea what he's in a rush for. We're with uh, Alan Crone. You see him at News on 6 all the time. It's Ty and Daniel. And we're back tomorrow. More Midland tickets at 740. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Alan Crone. You see him on television. News on 6. He's here with us. Good morning, Alan. Hey, good morning. <clears throat> Let's try it again. Good morning. Good morning. Here yeah. you go. Um, Tig and I are having to, uh, we find ourselves in a kind of an unusual predicament. Uh, now that when you're on the radio, they also want you to be prevalent on social media. They want us to go live on the Bulls TikTok oh, page. Oh, man. Well, it's something you got to do. You know, you have to <laughs> oh, evolve and uh, change as a performer. And Tig and I find ourselves now middle-aged men. Uh-huh. And uh, we don't look as good as we once didn't. So, um <laughs> <laughs> we have to see these lighting rings here. Right. Can you give us some tips, because you're on television, can you yeah. give some tips about what light we should use in order to look our best? Have you seen me on television? Yeah. Don't ask me. Ask somebody else up there. I don't want to compliment you too much, but okay. every time I talk to somebody, they'll go, oh, that Alan Crone is handsome. No, that's not true. Oh, Tig? I've seen it happen. Uh, who are you talking to? Like my mom or something or what? No, yeah. man. Just family members. Okay. Yeah. Um. But anyway, what light should we use to make us look better? Um, what color light do they put on you? Um, I don't know. Just it, a bright light. It's just, it's, just a, it's just a light. Yeah, it's just kind of turn on. Like, hey, stand there, and you know. So there. I mean, you, you've got a nice light. I think. I think. So in other words, I think you, you Tig, don't, Tig will look great. Daniel doesn't. <laughs> he also Daniel doesn't like putting on uh, powder and stuff like that. Either. Yeah. Oh, I don't either. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. Huh. In all, in all honesty here, we had a fundraiser the, uh, we had to go to the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. I get there, normal, like, clothing, like I look now. Mm-hmm. Tyke shows up, full face of makeup. Yeah. You want to know why? I had gone live on News on 6 before that. Oh, what there it time, is. What time were you live on News on 6 uh, before like that? Like 12-something. And what time was the fundraiser? That night. Seven, eight hours. <laughs> seven, eight hours this. later, you're telling me get... that that wasn't a fresh face of powder? You have some lip gloss on? No, I didn't. Look, I have a kid to go get. I had to take care of him. I don't <laughs> yeah, have t- time see, to yeah. fool with all this stuff. Daniel just goes home and looks at his wind chimes. He didn't have time to wash it off, Alan, but he did have time to put a fresh face <laughs> wait, of powder wait, wait, on. Wait, We're on country wait, radio here wait, wait in Oklahoma. The guy shows up looking like RuPaul. <laughs> You say he goes home and looks at his windshield. I don't know what he does. He's like a cat. I just see him in the morning, and I don't know what he's been doing the rest of his time. But. Okay. Well, listen, all you got to do is you turn the light on. Just turn it on. Where's, where's okay, your... Okay, thanks, where's Alan. Your... I never thought to turn on the okay. light. <laughs> well, what am I doing here? <laughs> asking him anything. <laughs> Alan's, <laughs> Alan's big tip for everybody when you're making videos... <laughs> turn on the light. To get good lighting, make sure the light is on. Listen, I, I am not a social media person, as well, you well say. know. I'm horrible at it. I'm absolutely horrible at do it. Do they you give to... you guys... Uh, they ask you guys to do things on social media? Yes. Yeah. How are you at it? I'm horrible. Not... Are you really? Yeah, absolutely horrible at it. Yeah, hmm. not very, some people not do really good. well at it though. But uh, there's your tip, Daniel. He says, you if you have a light, make sure just, it's just on. Make sure it's plugged in and turned on. Yeah, you'll you go. you'll be you, good Alan. to go. It's Tiger Daniel <laughs> alongside Alan Crone from News on Six. This is 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Uh, we did some math, Daniel. Uh, Alan Crone's here with us from News on Six. Have you ever noticed, like sometimes when you fly a place, do you do a lot of flying? Not a lot. Not 
as much as I would like to. But yeah. sometimes when you add up the math, okay, mm -hmm. I got to get to the airport an hour or two early. Oh, I know where you're going with this. And then this. I got to go through D Dallas. I agree. And then I got to go through da da da. And Just then I got to get a rental car. Just drive. I think at the end you might actually, unless you're flying to New York City or Los Angeles, right? I think you're better off flying in those. But if you're going to visit, like in Daniel's case, family in Alabama, uh huh. It, you just drive that thing. I'm right on that, that, that edge of even having to think about it. And Tag helped me earlier this week. For me to drive 10 hours is just simply the only solution to get down to Alabama, to where I have to go, because okay. you're going to get caught up in Dallas. If you land in Birmingham or Atlanta, you got to rent a car. Yeah. That takes another two hours. If you have somebody pick you up, it's four hours out of their day. It's just driving's just the only way, man. All right. Yeah, well, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Came to a conclusion there. Sure, the airlines appreciate our shout out this morning. <laughs> well, I don't know Actually, what they want well, me to you do. Know. I can't, you know. Yeah. Said it's going to be the busiest in so many years or yeah. something. With well, all the it was going to be, but it's now minus one. It, they were looking for that one person to put them over the line, and Daniel was going to be it. Oh, now. I see. Yeah. I'm being selfless for the airlines and helping, trying to help them out. Yeah, years ago, true story, years ago, we flew from, uh, from Dallas to, um, what was it, Albuquerque. We got a car. We drove from Albuquerque to Santa Fe. We went from Santa Fe to Angel Fire. Okay, that was like years ago. We were going to go skiing. My wife and I, um, her mom and dad, <laughs> yeah. drove okay. and beat us there. Uh, <laughs> and they Santa. flew, yeah. So yeah. that's, that's kind of the uh, When you go down conclusion. to Alabama for, for things, do you drive tiger probably it's got to be way cheaper for you to drive now that you have to have two seats and then you got Yo, everything for your wife to and me your is kid. times three alan knows this i mean when i was single it's just times one mm -hmm. you get married mm -hmm. times two and now it's times three and i'm lucky i only got one I you was know, when i'm trying to fly a kid that you now have to purchase two seats oh because oh that's really funny daniel <laughs> welcome in this is 98.5 the bull tag and daniel alan crone from news on six is also hanging out today a little bit Got a Thanksgiving invention. I'd like to run by you too, and uh, I'd like to, oh you decide God. if you want to be investors here. Almost like that show, Shark's Tank. It's a uh, tag, and also a uh, guest judge. They guess shark. Uh, Alan Crone, known uh, Tulsa influencer and inventor. Okay, did you say Shark's Tank? Yeah, you like, know that show, Shark's Tank, where they sit right. in front I, of I the rich was, people. I thought it was like Shark Tank. Here's my Thanksgiving pitch. All right. Um, so, every year for Thanksgiving, what bird do most people cook? A turkey, right? Correct. Sometimes I was talking to a hoot owl next door, and he said, uh, we don't make a big turkey because there's only two of us. Okay. So I propose to you <clears throat> a small turkey, almost like a Cornish hen. Right. There's how small only. those are. Yeah. Cornish turkey. Cornish turkey. That's a very tiny, tiny turkey. Uh, tiny turkey. What's a hen? Is that a chicken? Yes. You've seen the Cornish hen is about the size of what, a baseball or a yeah, softball? I've seen that. Okay. Very tiny. Right. Are you talking so, about crossbreeding or are you talking about just <laughs> replacing the turkey with the. I really don't know what. Uh, okay, what's your marketing what plan? What makes a Cornish hen. Right. But a, a Cornish turkey. That's All right. my marketing plan. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, are you guys in or are you in? <laughs> I'm out, and I'm out for these reasons. I think I have a better idea. All right, what is like, it? Like, nobody likes turkey. What are we doing? Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. We what do you mean nobody likes turkey? Go to they, KFC they sell, and get some chicken. They sell millions of turkeys every year. I know, but nobody really wants to do that. If you have a choice between chicken and a turkey, you're going to go right. for chicken every time. How about a Cornish chicken? Cornish chicken. No, guys. Cornish chicken That's hen. a Cornish hen. Now you're getting, you're getting all confused. Well, I'm out, Daniel. How about Cornish turkey? Cornish quail. You ever had quail? Alan, Are you in please or Please don't out? be silly. Cornish turkey, yes or no? 
I, you know, I'm going to have to pass. It's, yeah. it's, may, right. Maybe you should talk to Mr. Wonderful. All right. Well, while I'm eating at Bull in the Alley and you guys are laying on the sidewalk, we'll see when I'm rich. It's, uh, okay. it's Tiger Daniel. The Tiger Daniel Podcast brought to you by Snow's Furniture.